You are now locked in to the Sounds Like Fun podcast. It don't matter underground or the mainstream. We taking over everything American dreams. Make a move, long nights to the light beams. What's going on, world? Welcome to another episode of the Sounds Like Fun Podcast. I'm your host, Serial Sensei. Um, as always, you can check out this podcast um, on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Um, also, you can check me out on SoundCloud, um, on my SoundCloud page, which always I link in the description below. Um, you can check out my other podcast, the Dojo Talk Podcast, which I co-host with the Anti-Cool. Uh, we cover combat sports and all of that good stuff. But also I post um, the Sounds Like Fun episodes on there as well. And since I'm currently on vacation, um, i got a lot of free time on my hands for the next couple of weeks. So I do plan on <laughs> uploading a lot of content, which will be on that SoundCloud page. So go on over, uh, check out the soundcloud link that i have which i will always leave in the description below and just be on the lookout because plenty of reviews and just content will be will be coming I have a lot of free time on my hands and i plan on making the best of it so be on the lookout for that but um yeah other than that not not a ton going on kind of just relaxing on vacation i'm recording this to burn time until i have an eye appointment that i'm dreading <laughs> really dreading going to but um nah man i got album review in store um i'm hoping to to pump out some more album reviews i know it's been about a week or two since i've done one but uh, i got this one coming and i'm probably going to record another one literally when i finish this so like i said lots of content coming but i want to keep you guys here forever so we will just go ahead and jump right into it uh today's album that I will be talking about is Room 25 from No Name. Um, If you know No Name, or maybe you don't, uh, she is a Chicago MC. Uh, Room 25 is a follow-up to her 2016 project that was entitled Telephone, uh, which she got a lot of critical acclaim for. I'm not sure if this, if Telephone was an official album. I thought it was, but uh, I've seen some publications say that Room 25 is her debut album. And that telephone was just a mixtape. And then I've also seen it like flip the other way around where people were saying like this is her follow-up album. I, I don't know. I feel like mixtapes nowadays, the, the, the line between mixtape and album is kind of blurred anyway. I feel like mixtapes back in the day was always you were rapping over other people's beats. Most mixtapes nowadays are like all original music. So I, I don't know. <laughs> who, who knows what an album or a mixtape is anymore. But I, I'm considering this her follow-up album to telephone um so yeah we'll, we'll just jump right into it um first thoughts when i first put this on and keep in mind since telephone is the only other project that i know of that she has that's kind of like my only line of reference to her so i might <laughs> make a few comparisons here and there because um, I, I can only compare her to the work that i've heard from her and that's the only project that she has out uh, prior to this so Coming from Telephone, which I can say in, in honesty, no no name for me in general is sometimes a hit or a miss just because of like her delivery, that spoken wordish kind of delivery that she has. 
So I didn't love Telephone as much as everyone else did. Like I thought it was a good project, but it wasn't something that I honestly went back to a ton. Other than Diddy Bop, I love Diddy Bop. That that's that's a jam. That that song I still go back <laughs> and, and listen to. But I've always just enjoyed her her pen game. Like she's a really good writer, but the delivery of the music wasn't always like a smash in the park for me. So coming up for Room 25, not sure what I was getting, but I was I was genuinely genuinely interested to see, you know, what direction she would go if the music would change at all. Um, so I can say after first listen, uh, production on this album definitely stood out. I think it's gotten a lot more livelier. It it sounds more polished. It's more refined. It has a lot more feeling to it. You get a lot more usage of live instrumentation. A lot of these tracks, there's a lot going on in the background. Um, and I got to give production shout outs, uh, which I only found three uh, with Felix, uh, Brian Sanborn, and Luke Titus. Um, so shout outs to those uh, gentlemen for really crafting, I think, a, a good sound for No Name to go over. Like I said, lots of live instrumentation. It can be jazzy. It can be soulful. Um, they they give you a lot of good vibes. Like for instance, the track uh, the track window starts off with this really just <laughs> serene and really just gorgeous like string uh, arrangement. Um, and then on the flip side, you get tracks like Black Exploitation, which literally sound like an instrumental that was like right out of like a seventies movies, a seventies movie. Like this could have been. <laughs> like the the intro to Black Belt Jones or something like that, um, a bit more like upbeat, a lot more funky, you know, a nice little bass guitar going. So uh, I like the the just the different vibes and feelings that she was able to get. So like like I said, you get stuff that are funky, you get stuff that's a bit more soulful, and then you also have a few tracks that are really kind of kind of really somber. But you know, no matter what the vibe is, like just all of the the different kinds of instrumentations whether it be you know the strings the drums keys or whatever instruments are going off in the background i think this album was a, a perfect palette of sound for her to go over i think it it fit what she wanted to do really well and no name herself if you listen to no name like i said before she has this kind of spoken word like delivery it's very poetic in the way she delivers her bars it's not it's it's different it's it's, it's different and i i think that's one thing that kind of makes her like you either love her or love her or hate her for it like it's it's just one of those things that her delivery is so kind of distinct that either you'll you know like i said you'll you'll love it or it might be a complete turnoff but for me somehow on this project it i felt like it came across a lot better and i don't know if it was just because I enjoyed this production so much more than what was on telephone, but there was something about this project that I just, I felt like her, her flow and delivery didn't, it didn't bother me as much as, um, as it did on telephone. So I, I, I guess I can only give credit to the production. I just think the overall sound of the project, like maybe it was the sound of it was so good that I just kind of didn't mind her delivery it just it didn't bother me as much um but yeah it's kind of a bit of the same of what we've heard from her um like i said she's very literally soft-spoken like she has a very kind of just really soft um 
really soft and kind of like patient voice. Um, I do like though with some of these tracks, um, definitely like black exploitation. And there were a few others on here where she she kind of picks her flow up because the the black exploitation beat is very like I said it's a bit more upbeat. It's kind of a lot going on, and she kind of mac matches like the the franticness I guess for lack of a better term of the track. So I did appreciate that like her her flow was able to change like just enough to kind of you know mix things up keep things interesting so i thought that was dope that on a few tracks she was she was able to weave in and out of these beats and in, in a different way that i hadn't really heard before or noticed before um so yeah her her delivery like i said if, if you if you love what she does on on telephone she's still just as poetic uh just as witty with words uh definitely a wordsmith I, and i was thinking while i was listening to this and I hate to compare her to <laughs> to any other uh, rappers, but she kind of reminds me somewhat of Open Mike Eagle. Not necessarily, how do I say this? Not really in delivery, because they don't really rap the same at all, in terms of like their flow and just how they deliver their words. But I think kind of like Open Mike Eagle, she has this thing about her, her voice to where... Her voice is so easy on your ears that if you if you weren't really like paying attention to what she was saying, like you just kind of had this in, had this on in the background, you would think she was just kind of just whispering like sweet messages to you. <laughs> you would think it was just a, a bunch of sweet pleasantries that she would be talking about. But then when you actually listen to what she's saying, there's a lot uh, lyrically going on um, in, in terms of you know topics she's touching on. Like this album is very self-reflective um she she unpacks a lot in terms of you know dealing with personal issues self-image um self-esteem sexuality her outlook on you know america and black relations as with the track black exploitation um it's observant of her surroundings so she she definitely goes in on a lot of just a, a lot of good topics um i really like the track prayer song uh, where she uh, goes in kind of about uh, police brutality and kind of America, this kind of current climate in America in terms of things that uh, we're dealing with and have dealt with for quite some time. Uh, the song Don't Forget About Me was a really kind of like deep look of her kind of dealing with her own, I guess, com coming to terms with mortality, you know, knowing that, you know, you, you won't be here forever. And she just kind of wants to wants to be remembered, hoping that she's, you know, I guess done enough while she's here that, you know, all her family and friends and the people that she cares about the most, you know, will have fond memories of her long after she's gone. Um, yeah, and it, it's it's just a lot of that on this album. And she has, you know, obviously a few uh, relationship uh, theme like tracks. Um, there was a line on here and I do not have it um, in front of me. But she she definitely gets really vulnerable in terms of I don't say relationship roles, but just kind of like those honest thoughts I guess from her perspective that you would have during a relationship, or even if it's not like a full fledged relationship, you just kind of like being in a, a situation I would say with somebody. There was a line on one of these songs where she mentioned like all of these things that she did for the dude, like I bought you uh, like game two tickets to the playoffs and so on and so forth and it was like you still don't love me something you know it, i can't remember I, I did not write the <laughs> the line down but she just has a lot of those 
vulnerable moments on this album. And I think that's something else I appreciate. It is a very, it's, it's, it's honest, but it's, it's really weird because it's just, it's delivered in a way, like I said, it's so, she's so soft-spoken. It's very witty, kind of quirky almost. But when you really unpack what's going on, it's, it's very honest. It's, it's, it's honestly some some of it is a bit like heavy to listen to like i said if you're really paying attention to what she's saying like it's a lot going on uh with some of these tracks but nah man through i I was really thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this um only 11 tracks which makes it a pretty easy listen um you you could give this multiple listens and it it doesn't the, the way the album flows and it just it all it's it's a good easy listening experience um good use also of features on this album um i'm not sure who felix is but pretty much every song he's on is fire <laughs> so shout outs to to felix um raven lanay uh, had a good appearance on montego bay um ace with saba and smino man these three together are just just great <laughs> like these these three are, are like a little mini super group um together man they fit so perfect saba body man saba killed his verse um at the end and i like smino because he can kind of do the he can kind of sing and rap so he he adds a nice little dynamic to them and of course no name does her thing um so i'd I'd really love that track those those three need to make like a a project or at least like an ep together because their their styles just seem to complement each other so well um so yeah not not a ton of features but the ones that she did have definitely contributed shout outs to benjamin earl turner um also on the track part of me um i really loved his verse that he dropped um yeah th- there was a lot just a lot going on on this album but it was it was such a good and enjoyable listen um so i guess some of my favorites um if i had to pick and it's only 11 songs and to be honest like out of the 11 there aren't really any songs on this album that I, I dislike um you know some songs i may like more than others but there weren't really any songs on here that you know i I thought were trash or anything like that like every song pretty much had its place it, it all fit within the scope of what she was trying to do nothing really sounded you know out of place so in regards that was that was great uh favorite tracks uh, as i mentioned ace with smino and saba the, the, like i said these three are just this is a, a trio that that needs to make songs together <laughs> more often. Um, I just felt like they just kind of flexed on that track, man. They they just all got in their little groove and did their thing. But like I said, I love, I really love Saba's verse. Saba Saba definitely bodied his. So that that would probably be my favorite song on the album. Uh, the closer track, uh, No Name, featuring Adam Ness and Y'all. If I'm saying that right, Y A W. I'd assume that's Y'all. <laughs> um, Love the production on here, just the strings and the pianos going on, um, and kind of the theme of the track is no name, kind of talking about in in a roundabout way, like situations and just things in her life that made her go by the name no name. Um, I just thought that was a very uh, it was a very interesting way that she did it and tied it all together. I would definitely recommend like reading the lyrics to this album because um, for one, she's a a great wordsmith um so for nothing else you'll you'll get to see what a top-notch pin game in my opinion looks like 
but I, I just really like the way she describes it and kind of weaves words together to kind of describe like what brought her to go by no name and like these are kind of the situations and things that make her who she is um black exploitation is definitely a favorite um i just i just love that kind of like throwback 70s vibe that it has to it and like i said i really like how the that track kind of the way how upbeat that beat is she couldn't she couldn't be like as subdued on this on that track as she is on others not to say like she's not yelling or screaming <laughs> over the instrumental but like she had to pick like the speed of her flow up to kind of match the match the upbeat tempo you know of the instrumental so that's definitely a favorite um and the content on that track is also really dope uh the opener song uh self really really great opener <laughs> to this album um really just smooth jazzy like lounge music <laughs> almost what i got from that beat um and i I love just her like i said her her voice is so soft-spoken and it kind of makes it makes it kind of funny to listen to when she's kind of like doing these really like subtle brags because her voice is so soft-spoken but like her bars are so confident so it, it's just a good it's a good like juxtaposition i guess um so yeah self self is a really was a really strong opener for this album i feel like if you listen to self it really does set the tone and if you like self you'll probably like the rest of this album but yeah I, I, like i said i like pretty much every song on here like regal was dope um part of me was dope with you was dope um window felix killed uh window really liked the the hook on that yeah that this this was a really good could listen and like off top since i've been listening to this album which has probably only been like four days maybe something like that um i've already gone back to this way more times than i went back to telephone um so yeah the re the replay value for this album has been there i'm not sure if this will be on like my top 20 because like i said she I like No Name, I don't love her as much as everyone else, but I, I did thoroughly enjoy this project, and I do find myself uh, going back to it. I just, I really like the sound of it. I like how she sounds <laughs> over these instrumentals that were crafted. Everything in this album just really worked well. And like I said, her, her content, man, she's just really witty, a good wordsmith, deals with very realistic and, and relevant topics that I think a lot of people could relate to. Um, I just kind of like the way she deals with her or the way she expresses her feelings just in regards to like her own self-image and things like that. I, I just think it's, it's really dope. Like her, her vulnerability and the way she's able to describe things is just really, really dope. Something I really respect about her. And the, like I said, her, her pin game's awesome. So she makes it entertaining to listen to. Um, yeah, man, I, I would definitely recommend giving this album a listen. Um, if you have not listened to No Name before, I think this would definitely be a good project uh, to give a listen and give a shot. Like I said, it's only about 11 songs. You you can get through this kind of quick. Um, and you can, you know, form your opinion pretty quickly, like I said. with And like I said, with the track self, if you listen to about the first four songs, I think that'll give you a good indication of what you're getting into. And if you can get with those first four songs, I, I think you would thoroughly enjoy the rest of this project. And probably even, uh, you know, going back to Telephone, you probably would want to give that a listen to. But yeah, man, no name, 
telephone this is a, a pretty dope project man pretty dope project great production really just nice and thoughtful poetic lyrics you know if like i said if, if you can get past her delivery i think that would be the only thing that would hinder her from a lot of people it's just the way she delivers her bars because it's so soft-spoken and it's kind of like this offbeat spoken word kind of delivery but if that isn't a bother to you i don't see why you wouldn't why you wouldn't love this album so that's no name room 25 i will leave links in the description below so you can listen to it um, i'll leave a link to her band camp so you can listen and purchase if you like definitely support uh, good artists who put out good music and yeah that's it i will not keep you guys here forever go give room 25 a listen check out all relevant links in the description below i'll leave links to uh, my other podcasts you can check that out and all the other stuff that i'm working on and just be on the lookout more reviews will be coming because music just keeps dropping and <laughs> it's, it's hard to keep up but i got some time on my hands so i'm gonna try to try to keep up but nah man no name room 25 go check it out because i said so but thank you guys for listening this has been another episode of the sounds like fun podcast and until next time i will catch you guys later